Hi, this is DJ Dalai Lama, and you're listening to the Sobe Party Mix. Right now, in the studio, very excited to welcome to the party, DJ Dalai Lama. Yay! <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the studio, to the team. Got um, some exciting little things planned, don't we? Oh, very much so. And we've mentioned, look, I've mentioned a few times on the radio this week that, you know, we've got a new collaborator coming on board. Yes. Local DJ, high quality I'm so pumped that you are in the studio this oh, evening. My pleasure. Nice uh, dark little drive down to uh, mm. the Redlands area. Yeah. The other week when we were at the Wickham, yes. seeing the refit, I was utterly distracted with the amazing set that you were doing. It was so, so clever. But before we get into the choices of music and all of that stuff, what do you think about the new refit at the Wickham? Oh, I love it. Um, you know, the Wickham is just this huge, iconic old institution. And um, obviously you can't like switch around too much, but mm-hmm. um, just the wallpaper, the kitschiness that they've put into it. Um, mm. And thank God we finally have a proper stage for the drag queens and yes. the DJ with good lighting and a bit of a catwalk. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm a huge fan. And you can just tell like the, the energy is back and people are dancing upstairs more now. So because, um, you know, like on a Friday and Saturday night, there's not... A, cons- a consistent place to go out and dance, mm. actually. So um, it's been great for that, too. It's just such a fun venue. Mm-hmm. And it's so good that we get to be made aware of people like yourself. Mm. Because yeah. we heard, what was it, White Lotus? Yeah, White Lotus with the sound grab of Lady Gaga doing the bus club, another yes. club, no rest, no sleep. Which is a great DJ Dan Murphy mix. Mm-hmm. But thank you for bringing that to our attention because, yes... And there's so certain choices, certain smart choices that are made in your in the way you DJ that I'm just like, I'll oh, eat that up. Thank it's you. Delicious. Yes, please. Well, my whole sort of um, approach to DJing is like I only play songs and music that make me feel sexy. Like that's my oh. Like, do I feel sexy listening to this? Hot girl tracks. I think we've just found a really good match. <laughs> yes, <laughs> everything is correct. Well, do you have any go-to tracks that are like your staples for a set? Oh my gosh! Well, gosh, I wish I could show you my um, my folder and how I organize my music. But mm. um, like you know, like I have a folder called Trashy Floor Fillers. Ooh, oh, <laughs> that'll have things like Untouched by Veronica. Of and course, just, you know, the things that ultimately will like draw people back to the dance yeah. floor. Yeah, like, even my Sharona. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Every now and then. But let's rewind the clock because this is your musician's journey. Mm-hmm. Now I'm sensing an accent. Mm-hmm. Um, please tell us where you hail from. Sure. I'm a bit of a uh, vocal mutt at this point. <laughs> I uh, grew up in uh, Minnesota in yes. the U.S. of A., uh, up north. If, if you don't know where that is, uh, most people know where Texas is. It's at the center at the bottom of the mm-hmm. states. You go due north all the way up to the top of the country. That's where Minnesota is. So very cold um, next to Canada. You know, I grew up shoveling snow up to my chest just to get out of the driveway in the morning to go to school. Wow. That was the first 20 years. And then I spent my 20s in New York City, which was an amazing time to spend your, your 20s when you're young and have the energy to, you know, go out and party all night until 3 a.m. and then still be at your desk, yeah. you know, at nine in the morning. <laughs> still haven't really come down from the night before. So. Yes. Yeah, uh, taking the subway home in the middle of the night. You don't care. (laughs) But that's where I learned to, you know, that's where I really fell in love with clubbing. So I used to go to the Roxy, which was a huge institution. Limelight. Mm -hmm. I'd get to see uh, Junior Vasquez, Peter Rawhoffer, Victor Calderon, all the major circuit DJs um, playing every single weekend. Um, You know, at the Roxy, I got to see um, Beyonce popped up and perform one night. (laughs) Madonna popped up and perform one night. I mean, it was insane. Fabulous. Tony just clutched his pearls there, I think. (laughs) See, that's the difference 
between the Redlands and New York City. <laughs> it's very hard to pick. I will be honest yeah. with you. <laughs> uh, I can't remember the last time I've seen Beyonce pop up into a, a just a little standalone set. And then from New York, you moved to Sydney. Spent 10 years in Sydney. Spent my 30s in Sydney, essentially. Had a great time down there. But... Um, yeah, I just ended up, um, I built an investment property up in uh, Ipswich and basically lived in that for a year to get the $20,000 first home builder grant. Yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. um, my plan was to move down to the Northern Rivers after that because I'm, I'm a huge just oh, Northern Rivers yes. addict. And um, But I just ended up falling in love with Brisbane. I got my DJ residency at the Wickham and just started finding a group of friends and just really digging Brisbane. I just I just have so much positivity towards the city. You know, it's um it's easy living. All the major acts come to town. So if you want to see Dua Lipa, you get to see Dua Lipa. Yeah. There's always a parking space somewhere. Amen. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. And um, now you are, of course, the people listening at home don't realize that you are a DJ, but you DJ in drag. Yes. You started drag in Sydney. Mm-hmm. When did the DJing come into it? Actually, when I moved up here. So just five years ago. Yeah. So it's it's still relatively fresh. Mm. But, you know, I think being a, a clubber and a fan of house music my entire life. Like, I remember being a little kid and, you know, when Technotronic came up with Pump Up the Jam. I yes. was just like, what is this, you know? <laughs> um, so just DJing came very naturally to me. I just, you know, I understand phrasing and just the way that works and how to fade mm. in and out of, you know, mm-hmm. one song to the next. So, um, yeah. And, you know, I was a performer in, in Sydney and I was all right. You know, um, I would give myself a sort of, you know, on the spectrum of Sydney drag queens, which there are many and they're very talented. Like I was a solid C plus mm-hmm. on the scene, but mm-hmm. um, I'm a much better DJ than I ever was a stage performer. Let's put right. it that way. <laughs> you mentioned house music. Mm-hmm. Please define house music because for me club house Mm -hmm. techno it very much does blend together yeah what's your definition of house music yeah i mean house music is technically you know it's the kind of four to the floor is what it's called you know it's doof 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 but then there's on the on the two and fours it's the the hi-hats you know that yeah and uh you know there's a usually a good bass line there's oftentimes a vocal um, a lot of house music is very like piano driven as well, has a bit of kind of gospel flair yeah. to it. I mean, there are like a zillion variations of house music. I mean, I'm not a house music historian or anything, but, um, you know, it did kind of start in Chicago, essentially, uh, at clubs that were pretty much run by black and Latin people and the gays. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, it was, it was, the club was called The Warehouse. Which is kind of why uh, house music was oh, shortened. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. You've probably heard of like Frankie Knuckles. He's always kind of, you yep. know, attributed as like the godfather of house. So, um, okay. yeah, I know. It's oh. so funny because it's like whenever I talk about house music, I'm always afraid that my parents are going to think I'm talking about like, oh, like music you listen to while you're cleaning the house. Yeah. <laughs> is it for you? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. There you go. Yeah. Love that. I mean, moving to Brisbane, only DJing for five years. How do you find your space as an individual? like that do you just have to hustle hard and put your name out there in any way you can or yeah yeah i mean i'm a i'm a i'm a promotions queen you know like right here case in point i'm actually (laughs) handing you a (laughs) handing you a business card right now i'll happily take that thank (laughs) you i'll take one of them thanking you (laughs) lovely you know like i've always got business cards on me like i'm a i'm a working girl yeah okay promotion queen um, and, you know, the drag aspect has helped, too. You know, mm. it, it does add a different element to it. You know, guests come in and they see me DJing and I'm kind of performing at the same time while I'm DJing oh, yeah. as well. You know? Oh, yeah. 
you know, sometimes I do get jealous of the, you know, just the the non drag DJs who can just chuck on a black t shirt and yes, very true. Put on headphones and yeah, go. And I have a you know three hundred dollars sneakers and away you go. <laughs> yeah, you're set. Whereas I have a you know three hour process before I can oh, even yeah. think about you know uh, getting to the venue. Are there certain things you can get away with because you're not exactly doing flips and jumps like a lot of queens are? Yeah, I mean, I wear a very chunky, thick heel. Like, you won't yep. usually find me in a stiletto heel for six hours standing oh, in no. high heels. Oh, no. So, um, a chunky heel, it's always nice when the DJ booth actually covers up, you know, you can't see the bottom half of you, so you can wear whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. Well, the night I saw you, um, you were also rewiring lights at the same time <laughs> because there was a problem with the lights. So, you had to, like, jump out into the stage and reflect the lights <laughs> back on and... And you were wearing like a camo cargo pant, like you were Gwen mm-hmm. Stefani in 2002. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. That was the vibe I was getting. And I went, yeah. My drag style, I, I try to actually veer away from glitter and sequins. I try to be, a, I mean, you know, my drag name, Dalai Lama, um, mm-hmm. it's partially because A, I'm a Buddhist, but then also Dolly's very much kind of inspired by the Northern River. She is kind of like a bit of a hippie chick. So right. that's kind of my vibe. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's mm-hmm. right in. And you also do private parties and events. Mm-hmm. And for people to reach out to you um, it is through the website djdalilama.com yeah not like the actual his holiness the Dalai Lama but yes. it's Dolly like Parton Lama like the animal great I've actually gotten into doing um, like I do probably about five or six weddings a year even which is really fun wow. and um, mm-hmm. you know it's, it's for people who want like a really fun after party it's more like a club atmosphere you know um, I will still play um, Nutbush if I have to but um, Look, yeah <laughs> every now and then the Nutbush and the Time Warp it's like it, there's like I just kind of love the Pavlovian response that you get when you put Nutbush on it's like <laughs> Australians cannot resist it like we don't have it in the states it's not a thing really i don't think so no mm. i don't it's think a, it it's is a, it's an australian wedding thing yeah yeah i've never seen it before oh, oh that's fabulous and if people aren't able to catch you at the wickham do you have any fun gigs coming up mm, i actually have the biggest gig in my life coming <gasps> up next saturday up in townsville actually wow I'm opening for tones and i Oh, cool. oh, you're kidding. Yeah. Dance monkey, dance monkey. Yes. Yeah. So I'm super stoked for that. I'm I'm gonna I'm a sandwich between her and Illy. Oh great. Which is yeah. really exciting. Yeah. So um that's huge. My mum's coming from Florida tomorrow morning and picking her up at the airport at five and she's oh, gonna wow. come up with me and she doesn't know this, but she's gonna be my assistant basically right. for the day and handle very uh, stress mess dolly. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> gonna be great fun, yeah. And um I'm all over the place, you know, follow my socials. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. DJ Dolly Lama. Mm-hmm. Oh, Instagram, yes. Facebook, the huge. If somebody is out there and they are desperately wanting to get into DJing and they do not know where to start, what would your recommendation be? Mm-hmm. Like everything these days, there's a zillion tutorials online that you mm-hmm. can access for free or for, you know, 20 bucks on mm-hmm. Course RA and whatnot. But um, the way I learned and which, what I found was just very fast and effective was um, I went to Sydney DJ School. Oh, um, right. In 2018, it was the final thing I did before uh, moving up here. And, you know, I took um, four 90-minute lessons, and uh, it just did the job. In yeah, person? Yeah. So they actually have, a, a, you know, you go in, and you get to actually rehearse on the huge decks, the club standard pioneer wow. CDJs that you would experience in a real club. Um, whereas at home, you might buy something more cheap and affordable for yourself. Totally. Um, but, yeah. you know, there you get the, you know, what actually is probably about a $6,000 worth of equipment to great. um to learn on and yeah that was great and um there's dj schools in brisbane i i personally just highly recommend doing it in person with somebody who can kind of guide you through mm-hmm. it and do people reach out to you and go can you teach me how to dj 
I've helped. I've started with a few people. Um, they haven't always stuck with it. They just have to be really committed to it. Yeah. You know, some of them are also doing studies and, and whatnot. Um, yeah. But I'm definitely open because, you know, they say um, you, you learn by teaching. So I always find it really fun. And I kind of like remind myself of things, too, when I'm teaching people. Fantastic. Mm. What do you get more? Can you help me to DJ or can you help me to drag? I could probably help you to DJ more. I think I think painting a face is a longer, oh, yeah. harder process. And um, the risk of not having a, a good-looking face when you go out is... It's not good. Well, wasn't it one of the queens said, no matter what you do, the first three years of drag, you're always going to look back on and regret. Oh, that, <laughs> I, I think even now, like I'm going to go back three years from now and be like, oh, you're so ugly back in 2023. Oh, <laughs> settle down. Why did she do that? But like no reservations here, no complaints. Mm. Always stunning when I see you. The oh. mug is stamped, as they say. Oh, <laughs> look! I know how to do one thing, and I do it well. Like I, I really admire those queens who are real, um, ex- uh, really experimental with their makeup. But yes. that's not me. It's like, you know, I got, I need like, I've got two hours to get this job done. I can do it in ninety minutes if I cut some corners. But, mm-hmm. um, but yes, yeah, so I'm not really out to experiment while I'm getting ready for a gig. Well, hey, you're not just expressing yourself with makeup. You got mm-hmm. your outfits. And your DJ set itself. Mm-hmm. So you can get away with sticking to the classic. Yes. Yep. And a, and a chunky heel. And a chunky heel. <laughs> yeah. Well, don't forget to follow DJ Dolly Lama on the socials, Facebook, Instagram. The website is djdollylama.com if you have any inquiries. Mm. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. I really appreciate it. Wow. Thank you for having me. And I... I'm thoroughly looking forward to seeing what you come out with uh, next month because I'm already obsessed with the set that we're going to play tonight. Thank you again for coming in and uh, welcome to the Sobay team. Yes, mm. welcome to the team. Yes, Yay. the safe space to party on Sunday nights. Yes. It's right here on Bay FM. The Bayside's widest variety of music is on Bay FM 100.3.